everyone. Today, our podcast is going to be a little bit different. I am not going to interview anyone on this podcast because there was a topic I wanted to talk to you about. This is a topic I know I have had issues as being a business owner and the CEO of World Innovators. This was something I had a problem with. And it wasn't until I finally started to get some strategic steps in place was I able to fix it. The problem I had was implementing. I would sit, I would put out all the papers, I would have all the charts, I would do all my analysis, I would do the research, I would go to conferences, I would put out a whole plan of what I wanted to accomplish, usually, you know, at the beginning of the year for the business, what we wanted to do, what we wanted our goals to be in five years or 10 years, what little hurdles did we want to get over? And I would set this all out. I would talk to our team about it, but then what would happen? Everyday life and work happens. And I didn't get the things implemented. A few years ago, I read this book, The Four Disciplines of Execution. This is a great book. If you have the opportunity to read it, as you see, I, I reference it quite a lot with my different bookmarks and I have my, you know, I highlight it and have my writing in here because this is key. A lot of us do the planning, but we don't implement. We don't start to execute the plan. So I wanted to go over the five things that I think are most important and how you can definitely start to implement those strategic plans that you have. And the thing I'm going to say is, if you're like me, I'm kind of like a perfectionist. I'm also power. I have a power struggle. So I like to do it all myself, but I also, if I'm going to do it, I want it to be perfect. Well, nothing's ever perfect. So what I will tell you is sometimes you just got to jump in. Sometimes you got to just start doing it. And then maybe you're going to have to tweak it. Maybe you will have to change things around. And when I know I'm talking about business growth and marketing, but we all know with marketing, it's all about testing, but isn't that also business growth? You know, you might try one tactic for your business, or you might try something else. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes you have to redo the whole thing. But let me go over those five steps that have helped me just kind of jump in and start to implement the plan. The first thing, effective communication. You have to be able to effectively communicate what your goals are, what you're trying to accomplish, and why. Why is it important? When you, yourself, and your team understand why it's important, that is what gives it that leverage to keep us going. An example, here's a, a little personal example as of right now. I'm going on a good ski trip out to Colorado in a month. 
So right now, I am hardcore trying to work out hard, run, lift my weights, whatever. And some days I don't want to do it, especially after a long day of work. But when I think about why I want to do that, because I want to be in the best shape when I go on the ski trip so I can have as much fun as possible when I'm there, that's what drives me to do it. You need to have that strong why for yourself. Why are you trying to do this? What is it about this plan? Where is it going to take you? Work on your communication skills. One to yourself, but also to your team. Your team has to understand it. They have to understand it and they have to buy into it. So that is your first one is you've got to be an effective communicator. And I will tell you a quote I heard just the other day from Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett said, invest in your communication skills. He said he guaranteed that if you do, you'll see between a 10 to a 50% increase in your income over your lifetime because you become an effective communicator. Now, part of being an effective communicator isn't just saying the words, but it's understanding the people that you're talking to so that you talk in a way that resonates with them. That's very important because I didn't realize that until I started my Toastmaster training. I always had my own agenda. I always just started talking and kept saying what I was doing. But I had to realize that other people think differently than me. Sometimes people want to see that full picture where I'm more like, okay, you do this, this, and this, get it done. But no, they want to know, why do you want me to do this? What is that broad picture? So for those people, I have to describe things a little differently. There's other people who are like me and they're fine with, okay, do this, do this, do this. And they just go and do it. And I leave them alone. That brings me to step two. Step two is put together your dream team. What I mean by that is obviously, you know, you have all these tasks and you might want five, five people to help you out. Maybe some are consultants, maybe some are in-house, but you need five people. Just don't divvy up the jobs without taking into consideration each individual and their attributes that they're good at. Also, what do they like to do? Some people love doing social posts. Some people hate doing social posts. Some people love being in front of the camera. Some people hate being in front of the camera. Some people like to do the sales calls. Some people don't like to do the sales calls. But if you do this like little interview process with them, figuring out what it is that they like to do, what attributes they're strong at, and you mesh the two together, that's when you get that dream team, you're going to get things implemented faster, and you're going to start to see changes. We all want to start to see changes. You all want to see that something is changing, that you're heading in the right direction. The third step is to establish the clear goals, but have some metrics so that you can monitor it. You don't want to be out here saying, okay, we just want it to be, you know, so-and-so sales, or we want to get 
10 more clients and we just have it here. Sometimes it's good to have a little scoreboard. Like, okay, maybe you want 10 new clients, but you see it like going sort of like when people do those fundraisers in their town, you have the thermometer and you see the red going up as they raise more money. Same thing. You have that scoreboard. So the whole team sees like our goal is 10. Here we are. We're at two. Oh goodness. We've got five. Here we've got seven. Come on, we only need three more. But it just keeps everyone involved. It keeps everyone knowing, remembering what the goal is, but where you are right then and there. The fourth thing on getting it implemented. Each person now has their role. They know what they're doing. They have their job. But you got to have accountability. Because it is easy. Like I said, everyone is still dealing with their everyday work. So if you say to yourself, okay, yeah, they want to get to 10 clients and 10 more clients in six months. Well, make sure that you're having meetings at least monthly, if not every other week, to make sure that people are doing little steps to get them towards finishing their tasks so you can achieve your goals. If you don't do that, it's very easy for everyone to say, I'm too busy today with the everyday. I'll get to it tomorrow. Well, guess what? Tomorrow never comes. It doesn't. You guys, think about it. Everything you've always said, okay, tomorrow, I'm going to do that. Tomorrow, I'll do that. Well, if, even if tomorrow, when it comes, you'll have something else you need to do. So it's always good to have that thing like, oh, goodness, we have that meeting on Thursday. I better make sure I have my one little task that I need done that helps us get it there. The fifth thing is you want to see always, like we said, you want to see a significant and continuous monitoring that you're on track that you're heading towards that goal. So like I said, yes, you'll have that scoreboard and we'll have accountability, but you need more. You've got to know what are these tasks that everyone is doing and everyone needs to know what everybody else is doing because they can help each other out. Maybe one person over here in marketing is too overwhelmed. They have too many things going on because they're marketing a trade show and they're, you know, you have a new launch of a publication and sales is here, but they're busy, but maybe you can help each other out. You help and you can share the tasks at hand so that at the end of the day, you're all working together as a team to achieve the goals. You have to set these things in place so that you start to implement these great plans that we all have. All business owners and marketing executives have ideas, great ideas. The problem is they don't get implemented. And sometimes they don't get implemented because we're too busy with her every day. But sometimes also it's like, eh, is it all right? Maybe we should sit and ponder this some more. Maybe we should do another landing page. Maybe that color's not right. Uh, no, stop that. Set up these five things and start getting it executed. Become an effective communicator so your entire team knows exactly what they're doing. Put together your dream team. 
matching people's specific attributes for the tasks you're asking them to do. Third, establish clear, clear goals and metrics to track. Metrics. <laughs> metrics to track. We all want to see progress. Fourth is to foster that culture of accountability, encouraging open communication and helping each other out. There's some days where one person is busy and one person may not be as busy. Help each other out to get the job done. And then the fifth thing is just to have significance of continuously monitoring and adapting so that you stay on track. Notice I said the word adapting because sometimes things don't go as planned. So you have to adapt or pivot if you want to use that word, pivot. So you get back on track to achieving your goals. I wanted to do this podcast episode because this is so incredibly important to me because I see so many companies that sit there and they spend a lot of time strategizing, creating separate groups, setting up research and getting more analysis and bringing in outsiders and just start implementing. Get it in motion. You can always fiddle it. You can always adapt it or change things as you go, but you've got to start. Start that and also go read this book. It was great. It really sets it up. It talks about having scoreboards, how to have charts, how to create certain things so that people stay on board with what you're trying to do. I hope you liked this episode of the B2B Marketing Excellence Podcast. Please hit subscribe because you do not want to miss the next announcement of our next episode. And if there is a specific topic or if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, please feel free to reach out to me. You can reach out to us in the comments, or you can reach out to me, Donna Peterson at dpeterson at worldinnovators.com. Have a great day. See you later. Thank you for listening to the B2B Marketing Excellence Podcast. Please hit the subscribe button below so you don't miss our next episode. And in the meantime, if you'd like to talk to me, please feel free to send me an email to dpeterson at worldinnovators.com. Till next time, have a great day.